Hallelujah. I, I would say as one of you, it doesn't matter what you have sacrificed or put into this building. Do not lose the essence of belonging to this place. <laughs> In as much as we have a sense of belonging, make it your sense of belonging. Belong here. Just like I met the bishop, his wife, in a very unique way, in a conference where he was a speaker and I was a speaker. And the Lord united us. It's now going to four years and we are family now. Yes, we are. <laughs> oh, yes, we are. And, and in as much as we walk in transparency, we walk in accountability. We walk in the integrity of the power of the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I have made them friends and I've made them family. Praise the Lord. Uh, let me tell you, when I cry, they cry. When I'm in sorrow, when I write him a message, he would, when I hear the, the reply has something in it, has a concern, has a love, I mean, has uh, that hand that reaches out. So I'm thanking God that he made it possible for you to come my way. Amen. God uses people. So I believe this is the people that God has put in my path, in my journey, so that whatever I'm doing for the kingdom, I will attribute to you people. Of course, to Jesus, but to you people. Because God puts people in people's lives. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, we are reading from the gospel according to St. Luke, chapter number 10 and verse number 19. And then uh, we will go to Ephesians chapter number 4 and verse number 12 and 11. Luke chapter number 10 verse number 19 we read behold I give you power to trend on serpents and scorpions and all over the power of the enemy. All over the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. Father, I glorify you. I thank you because you are already here. I bless your name for this day. Thou art mighty. You greatly to be praised. Let's lift up our hands. And lift up our hands and glorify him. You greatly to be praised. You are here, Lord, this evening. I call on you. Jesus is your name. Jesus is your name. It is the name of the Lord. The name that has been exalted above every name. I call on you because you are able to do exceedingly abundantly above all. We can ask or even think. 
I call on you because you are our creator, our deliverer, the one who was, who is, and the one who is to come. I pray for a special presence in this place. Touch your people, anoint them. Abide every other spirit of the enemy in the name of Jesus. Lord, we have called on you. And you said, call on me and I shall answer. And I shall do mighty things that you shall not even be able to comprehend. We are expecting you, Lord, tonight. Bless this session. Anoint it. I rely on you, Jehovah Lord. So come down and commune with me. Give me the revelatory word. Yes, Lord. Give me the transformative manifestations as I speak to your people. Anoint my heart. Sanctify the pulpit. Sanctify the altars. Sanctify the pews. Sanctify the whole entire sanctuary. Sanctify the parking lot. Sanctify every child, every mother, every daughter, every son, every father, every mother, every uncle, every niece. Sanctify them. In the name of Jesus, I release a fresh manifestation of the glory and of the power of God. The anointing power of God to rest upon your lives. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Jesus. I would like to share with you again from this verse of scripture. The other verse I said is Ephesians chapter number 4 and verse number 11 and 12. And it says, uh, And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the working of the ministry, and for the edifying of the body of Christ. Till we all come to the unity of the faith, and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a perfect man to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Father, I glorify you again. Bless anoint your word in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I would like to share with you on this subject the great awakening. We may be seated down. The, the great awakening. The word awake uh, it would mean and has many synonyms and has many connotations of explanations. When you awake somebody, you are rekindling somebody. To awake means to revive. To awake means to bring somebody into a state of reinstation. You reinstate the person. Where one has walked in a state of discouragement or in a state of disappointment or in a state of fear or in a state of stagnation and dormancy or in a state of bondage or in a state of depression, suppression, anxiety, you revive that person. You bring an awakening to that person. This word of God awakens us. This word of God, like the preaching went this morning, 
puts us in, a, in that place of understanding and putting in exchange, put something in exchange for the other and make your life better. This word of God is salt, is light, is bread to our lives. And this is the word that we call the good news. The good news that the one who was, who is, has come. <laughs> Amen. Has come. And he is now declaring the kingdom of God. And bringing an awareness that man or woman should not die a sinner. Or should not die and be lost and perish. For it is not the will of God that anyone perishes. But it is the will of God that we be saved. Yes, that is being enlightened. That is receiving a spiritual awakening. And this awakening was a great awakening. Because in the Old Testament, there are people who still could not believe in the prophets. In the Old Testament, there are those who stuck with the law. In the Old Testament, there are those who could not even believe in what was yet to come. They believed in what they were seeing and they were practicing legally and practically. But there was one who was to come. Hallelujah. And his name was mentioned by Isaiah. He says his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father. All the governments and the kingdoms that shall be upon his shoulders shall have no end. This is an awakening that we have somebody who can bring hope. Because the message we preach is a message of hope. We preach a message of reconciliation. We preach a message of deliverance. We preach a message of salvation. Hallelujah. That if we believe in him and repent our sins and get baptized in water, calling upon the name of Jesus for the remission of your sins, you receive the Holy Ghost, then you will be saved. It is an awakening that religion alone without sacrifice and power is dead. It is an awakening that just being a good Christian coming to church and back and forth without the sacrifice, without opening your heart and allowing the presence, the power, the glory, and the promises of God to resonate with you. You will be religious. Thank God for religion. But we have the one who said, I've come to make it better. I've come to make that religion better. I've come to baptize you with fire and also with water. <laughs> I've come to bring something new. Something that has an awakening. So when we speak of the great awakening, we are talking about after the disciples had known who he was. After he had asked them, who do men say that I am? 
And some said you are Jeremiah. Others said you are John the Baptist. Others said, oh, you are one of the prophets. But then who say you, Simeon by Jonah, that I am? And Simeon by Jonah said, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus tells him, flesh and blood has not revealed it to you, but my father which is in heaven. And now I, I, I bring the great awakening to you. Now thou art Peter. I change your name. I change your designation. I change your destiny. I change your address. From the P.O. box of hell to the P.O. box of heaven. I, I change your personality. Thou art Peter. From a weakling to a strong dependable, reliable person. From a double-minded person, I change you to a person who is consistent, who is persistent, who is stable, who is unshakable, who is unmovable, who is unbreakable. Hallelujah. Who is uncompromising? I change your name. I bring the great awakening to you. That you are not just a Peter, a Simeon, but you are a Peteros, a little rock. You are something durable. You are something that can go through the fire and the fire cannot touch you. You are someone that will go through the waters and through the high mountains and nothing, and through the valleys and nothing shall by any means hurt you. That's why he brought this to the disciples and tells them, now behold, I want you to know, behold, now I give you power. This power I give you is not a political power. Behold, I give you power. This power I give you is not an academic power. Behold, I give you power. This power I give you is not a financial power. Behold, I give you power to trend over the scorpions and all manner of unclean things. The power I'm giving you is a supernatural power. It has a supernatural ability that takes you, the ordinary person, to begin to do the extraordinary. Peter, the unlearned, the fisherman, I give you the power to train over scorpions and serpents and all manner of unclean things. Ladies and gentlemen, the power we have been given in this great awakening is beyond limit. I tell you, if you use that power by calling upon the name of God, that name of God is Jesus Christ. He is our father of creation, the son in redemption. The Holy Spirit in the regeneration of the saints. But his name is one name. Jesus the Christ. The anointed one of God. If we call upon this name. We have all rights to tell the enemy to pack up his rugs and go. We have all the rights to tell the enemy. Your assignment is cancelled. You have no job here. Park your rugs and get out of our premises. Get out of our families. 
Get out of our business. Get out of our children. Get out of our marriages. Get out, get out of our sons and daughters and husbands and wives. Get out of our jobs. Get out. You have power to tell the enemy. Because he said, call on me. Hallelujah. And I shall do mighty things. Things that you will not be able to comprehend. That's where we are at. We are children of a great awakening. If it dawns on you who you are and what you are created to do and why you are in existence, you'll worship God 24-7. <laughs> you'll run to church. Hey. Here you don't run to church, you drive to church. In Africa, we run to church. We run to church. And maybe it will be five miles, ten miles, twenty miles under a tree. And we will still feel the presence, the glory, and the power of God. Because God is no respect of persons or presence. He is not limited. He is unlimited. He can be here and he can be down on the street or under the tree. And you still receive the presence of the power of God. Can, I sh can you shout hallelujah? hallelujah? Can I hear an amen? Yeah. Glory to Jesus. He tells Simeon, Simeon now your name has to change. Because I have to show you something else. Of who you can become. Of who you are. He tells him, thou art Peter. And now upon this rock. I will build my church and the gates of Hades, the gates of hell shall not, cannot, will not prevail against the church of the living God. Those gates of Hades have no authority because you have been given power to trend over those gates of Hades. I tell you, you are sharing the same glory, the same power of the name, the same anointing, the same presence of the Holy Spirit. He has handed it over to you. That's why he tells you as a church, go ye and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believes and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be condemned. And these signs... These signs that have a supernatural power, these signs shall follow you as a believer. In my name, cast out devils. In my name, speak with new tongues. In my name, lift up deadly spirits, serpents and scorpions and all manner of unclean things. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. In my name, we shall lift up serpents. And even if we drink any deadly thing, it shall not, it cannot, it will not harm us. I came to tell Corona, shut up. We are children of God. Yeah, hallelujah. <laughs> ah, I came to tell Corona, hallelujah, that 2,000 years ago, he went to Calvary and died for us. 
I came to tell Corona that we were wounded for his transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of his peace was upon us, and by his stripes we were healed. By his stripes we are healed. By his stripes we are healed. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You know, the system is making, bringing fear, fear of a death. It's bringing fear, fear of a sickness. And we know what is happening in the atmosphere. Some of these things have an ulterior motive. Some of these things we hear have a hidden agenda. I'm sorry, but I'll just say it. Some of these things have strings of attachment. <laughs> Somebody somewhere is a beneficiary. And we all know there are several microactive Micro, the microactive, poisonous, toxic elements in the atmosphere of 5G, of 5G. And we inhale them. Some of us are hit hard, our chest, our lungs, our nostrils, our breathing system. But I came to tell you that our God is a healer. I want you to know our God is a healer. He will send the word and the word will heal you. The same God says, I will heal, forgive your sins and heal all your diseases. This is the same God we serve. That has power over demons. And has power over every kind of unclean spirits. It is in the system. We're breathing. We are inhaling. Toxic. Microactive. Poisonous. Toxic. Microactive. Substances. Released in the atmosphere. We are in the 5G generation. And there is a lot of repercussions as a church and as a person of God, I bind every fear from you. As a church and as a person of God, I break all satanic forces in the name of Jesus. As a child of God that believes in God, that knows that we shall not all sleep, but we shall rise. It shall be in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye. When this corruptibility shall put on incorruptibility. We should not be afraid because even if we die, we shall yet live. Paul says for me to live is Christ and if I die, it is gain. 
Because he knew where he was going. Who doesn't know that there is a place called there? That place called there is, is called heaven. Jesus said, I go there to prepare a place for you. So that where I am, you can also be there. Who doesn't know we are not just performing a ritual of coming here on Sunday? Who doesn't know that we are not just traditionally coming here on Sunday? We are coming because this is the place of our contact with our God. We have built this altar here. And God comes down when the man of God stands here. Every word he speaks proceedeth out of the mouth of God. That's the only way you can receive and hear. If it was not so, he could never have said, Now thou art Peter, and upon this rock I build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church of the living God. The church is an assembly of a people that have come from different spiritual backgrounds. They are elected. They are appointed. They are separated and chosen for the designation of serving God. They are not just a people. They have been called out from amongst other people. And they have been separated and designated for a purpose. The seal of authentication is the power of the Holy Spirit. If he wants to identify you, amen, he sees, he checks on his blood. Because the power of his name when you go in this water carries his blood. Oh yes, when you are baptized in Jesus' name, you are carrying that blood of Jesus with you. When the enemy sees you, he takes a flight. I'm telling you, when the enemy sees you, he grumbles and crouches down and runs away. Because there is something supernatural. There is something lively of a greater awakening in your life. God has put a rubber stamp on you. This is not a tradition in this city. This is a lighthouse in this city. Yes. We are standing out amongst other religious people to declare the name that is above every name. The name of our God. The name of the greater I am that I am. The one who was, the one who is, and the one who is to come. His name has been identified in many ways. Let me read. His name has been given attributes like the branch, the bread of life, the bridegroom, the bright and morning star, our chosen one, the chief cornerstone, Emmanuel, God with us. They call him the almighty, the author and the finisher of our faith. This is the one we call by those attributes. But he has a name. His name is Jesus Christ. Christ, the anointed one of God. The one who has every power 
to make you be what you are supposed to be. If you are living in fear, cast out every fear. Because every fear is unclean. But the fear of the Lord is clean. That is the scripture. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of all understanding. That's the God we serve. That's the one who is able to stand with you in the middle of the night when everything has hit the end of the road. That's the one who can tell you it is all right. Rise up and make another strong step of faith and know that I am God because my plans for you are very good. My wishes for you are very good. Jeremiah says it. It is for your success. It is for your prosperity. You are in a place where you can take what belongs to you and hold fast on it. Unshakably, unmovably, uncompromisingly. Hallelujah. And be able to take a step and identify yourself because that's what is very difficult nowadays. Identifying yourself with the body of Christ. We are getting into a, a tougher time now. The time where it is survival for the fittest. It is a time now where the horsemen are running. And the footmen are also running. This season is the time of the horsemen. So if you cannot run with the horsemen, how shall you make it as a one running with the footmen? It is a kingdom for the strong. It is a kingdom for the uncompromising. It is a kingdom for the unshakable, the unmovable, the unbeatable. It's a kingdom where a set door has been opened. And it's a door that everyone has to walk through and take what belongs to them. Because that door is permanent. That door is founded. This, that door has truth in it. You can walk through it and take what belongs to you. Life belongs to us. Good health belongs to us. Success belongs to us. Wealth belongs to you. Apostolics, wealth belongs to you. There's nothing of a shame to preach about wealth. Wealth belongs to you. Abraham was not poor. He was wealthy. Oh, yes, he was. Oh, yes, he was. Jacob was not poor. He was wealthy. <laughs> Isaac was not poor. He even planted during a very dry season and he still harvested. This is the person that dug wells in places where there was no 
reign forever. And every well they dug produced water. <laughs> Hallelujah. We serve a mighty God. We serve a unique God. I came to tell you, do not be discouraged. You are on the right track. You are in the right place. You have the right pastor. You are in the right fellowship. Just grow. Grow, grow, grow in word. Grow, grow, grow in wisdom. Grow, grow, grow in understanding. Grow in fellowship. Grow in the power of the Holy Spirit. And bring a manifestation. Not of only knowledge. Knowledge is good, it's power. But also of revelation. Not only of revelation, but also of impartation. Receive every word that is spoken from this pulpit. And go home and implement it. Amen. Go home and act and work on it. Even receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost. If you can't receive it in the church, you can receive it in your bedroom. You can receive it in your kitchen. You can receive it in your car. You can receive it even at work. And shout hallelujah and speak in tongues. And if they fire you, Jesus will hire you. I said he will hire you. I said Jesus will have hired you already. Under the power of the Holy Spirit. Paul says, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For I know something. This is the power of God. That brings salvation to everyone. 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 He could not be ashamed. Omukuba is not ashamed of the gospel. I tell you, I preached in good times and in bad times. I preached with nothing and I preached with something. <laughs> I preached, I've driven on a dry car without fuel and said, Lord, you send me. Make me reach the place where I am going to preach to souls because it's not about the offering. It's about bringing the word of God and ushering people into the kingdom of God. I may be a missionary, needy missionary, that is working under tight conditions in Africa. But the purpose for which I am called is to preach the gospel of the kingdom and declare freedom to the people because him that the Son of Man sets you free shall be free and be free indeed. So you are among us the most admired people in the kingdom of God. Billionaires in this city don't have what you have. Thank God for their money. But you have something they will look for. They will run for. A time is coming of the greater awakening when they will run to this building. And let me tell you, maybe you may not be here, you will have been taken away. You will have been translated transmuted you will have been raptured and taken up in glory some of you don't want to be raptured but that's where why we are preaching we are preaching so that we may make it on that glorious day when 
the angels shall ascend and the trump shall be blown and the dead in Christ shall rise up first and we that are alive are and in Christ shall be caught up in the air to be with them and we shall be shouting hallelujah 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 I don't care under what accent I will be saying hallelujah. Hallelujah is hallelujah. I will be shouting amen, amen, amen. Because we will have won the battle. We will have gotten the victory like the songs were saying this morning. Against the power of the enemy. You are somewhere in a place of power. This is not just a place that Bishop built and brought you in. This is a place of acceptance. We accept. Come drunk, we will receive you. Come sick, we will receive you. Come poor or rich, we shall receive you. You are in a place of honor. In a place of service. In a place of protection and security and prosperity and majesty and royalty. No wonder he calls us a holy nation. He calls us a kingdom of priests. He says, you are a chosen race. Mm. (laughs) You are a peculiar people of a royal priesthood. Born in the kingdom for such a time as this. Born to overcome. Born to triumph. Born to be glorious. Born to be able to prevail over every kind of circumstance. That's why nothing shall by any means harm you. Don't be worried about situations, circumstances, barriers, hindrances, frustrations, setbacks, limitations, demonic, satanic, manipulative spirits that control and manipulate your life. Shake those demons out. Because you have the power through the power of the name of Jesus. That's what I live on. That's what I have decided and told every academic credential. Put it down and take this credential of the power of the name of Jesus. Because I know in this life, if I preach him, just like he has called me, in the second coming life, I shall rejoice. Oh, hallelujah. Because it's a place where there is no sorrow. You know, there is no crying there. There's no shedding of tears there. We shall all be rejoicing. Because the one who called us out of darkness, the one who has been able to make it happen for us, that same one shall wipe away our tears. Ah, yes. (laughs) 
He shall change our garments. We shall all be having those glorious garments. Heavenly garments. We shall be changed in a moment. In a twinkling of an eye. We are heirs and partakers of the kingdom. That's why you should not accept anything less. <laughs> but the kingdom of God. Which comes not by observation. But it is established within your lives. When you have the Holy Ghost. You have been baptized in the name of Jesus. And you are living for God. And you are happy about the church. You are happy about the things of the kingdom. You are enthusiastic. Over the kingdom of God. You will be enjoying your life. Money cannot put you away from a smile with Jesus or feeling good in the kingdom of God. Even if it's little that you make, it is much when it's with God. As long as you know your portion and God's portion. If you eat God's portion, he'll be sad with you. He'll groan. He will not smile or even wink. Leave alone winking. You eat his portion. When you call him, he will not listen. Hello. <laughs> Have you ever called somebody and he's just walking? Hello. Brother, sister. And he's going because he has no time for you. That's our God. You eat his portion. Oh my God. You cry and pray. And he will not listen. Because he says. If you take his portion. And give it. Pay it. <laughs> you are tight. I'm talking about your tight now. Talking about money. Money. Talking about money. <laughs> Some people don't like to hear it, but I'm speaking it from the scripture. You eat God's money. Eh? And then begin to pray here, oh Lord, mm, my car, oh my house, not. Eh, my, what do you need? He'll be looking at you. Are you through? Go. <laughs> you come again next Sunday. Oh God, oh God. Are you through? go. But you pay your tithe. <laughs> Give your offerings. It's very, very simple. A tithe is a tenth. You make a thousand, a hundred will never be yours. Ladies and gentlemen. It cannot. It shall not be yours. Yes. 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 We are talking about the great awakening. Some of us are sunk in poverty, in bondage, financially. Because we have disobeyed Malachi 3.8. We just overlook it. It's like that part there. You said, what? You tore it from the Bible. Or you folded it and put clips so that you don't ever read it. 
I came to tell you, return that verse in the Bible. And read it tonight, tomorrow, 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 tomorrow. Read the scripture. <laughs> I said, read Malachi 3. says, try me. Try me. He's the only boss that has told us to try him. Try me and see if I will not open windows or floodgates of heaven and pour down a blessing. Let me use the correct American language. Floodgates of heaven and pour down a blessing that you shall not be able to contain. Floodgates means he will protect the devourer from consuming and destroying what you receive that you cannot even account for. It comes and goes and comes and goes. When it should come, and when it's there, another one comes, and another one comes. This pushes this one, and this pushes this one. And this overtakes this one. The blessings of the Lord should overtake you. It is simple. In as much as I preach deliverance, I can as well tell you, giving is important. And tithe is not giving. It is a pay. You pay God. <laughs> Imagine paying God, the one who holds a thousand cattle on a thousand hills, the one who has silver, every silver and gold, <laughs> the creator, the one who owns the universe. When he spoke it, he spoke it. And it came into existence. There are even places when he spoke it, nobody has ever stepped there. Nobody. <laughs> Hello? You can't rob God. You would be a terrible bank robber to rob God. I'm telling you the truth. Tonight, think about that. Start it today. When you get whatever check you get, whatever payment you do, from anywhere, in any way, either you cleaned the house, or either you worked with a truck, or either you worked in an office, or either you worked in the army, or either you taught in school, whatever you receive, a tenth does not, will not, cannot belong to you. Hear it directly from this African. I'll preach and go. You won't, you know, you know, you won't stop me. <laughs> you won't find me. I'll go back to the bushes of Africa. <laughs> but I will have told you the truth. You are the most privileged people in this country. Don't take it for granted. I will straight away say, give to God what belongs to God. Yes. You want to see Holy Ghost people filled here? You are delaying it because most of you don't understand what paying of tithe is. You want to see revival? You want to see two services, three services, four services every Sunday. Eight o'clock, ten o'clock, eleven o'clock. 
and 12 o'clock. Then evening service. Start paying your tithes. Everyone. Everyone. If you will not hear anything I, pro I preach, God is telling me, you have done everything well. You've been faithful coming to church. You've given towards the project. You've been faithful. You've stood behind the man of God. But the strength of this church and the strength of God now flood getting windows of heaven and pouring down blessings in your jobs. I'm looking at millionaires here, Pastor. I'm looking at millionaires that have just refused to become. And year after year, I'm going to pray for them today. I prayed for one in my country that bought me my first car. He was a bank manager. But he could steal the money on every Friday. He would take the money from the account. And he was fired. Fired for about 10 banks. He came with sandals in my meeting. And we broke the power of the devil off of him. He received the job. His records were rectified. And when he got back to the job, he paid his tithe. By the time he went to be with the Lord, but by the time he became rich, he was paying his tithe. He owned a bank. He opened a bank like these banks people open. He opened a bank. Brother Samuel Odumbe opened a bank for your information. But he listened to the message of tithing. So every time, and the first job, <laughs> oh yes, and the first job, I asked somebody to hire him as an accountant. Then from that job, he was promoted, then given a soft loan, then he bought a car, then he bought a house, then he bought land. Ha! His children went to school. It was because he was a tither. I'm looking at prosperous, excellent business owners here. Business owners that have refused to give God what belongs to him. I say that tenth belongs to God. Preaching on the great awakening. It's an awakening that if you are going to become successful. And if this church is going to have the greatest revival. It will be through the paying of tithe. Every person. Because even Moses and the children of Israel did it so. They gave to God. Even when it came to the building of the tabernacle. Everyone gave. They gave in silver. They gave in gold. Everyone gave until the man of God said, now it is what? Now it is enough. Thank you, pastor. Now it is enough. Have you ever been in a place where you give until pastor says, now, now, please, now, please, church. Hello, it is enough. I saw in the Holy Ghost that this church here 
You are holding on your revival. And it is through giving God what belongs to him. Sincerely. I'm saying sincerely. And watch and see. Watch and see the fire of God. Watch and see businesses that you will open. Watch and see contracts that you're going to be signing. Watch and see how many will come out and tell the pastor now, I have retired, but I have enough, and I even don't know what to do with this money. Pastor, can you advise, be my financial advisor. We've got those moments coming. I say again here, you are holding on great people to come to this church. God has to send in people who will enable this ministry have what it needs and have what it must have. Pastor has no problem with the anointing. He has overflowing anointing. He has no problem with the knowledge of the word of God. He is a biblical scholar. He's a learned friend. <clears throat> he can pastor a lawyer. He can pastor a bank manager. He can pastor a nurse. He can pastor doctors. He can pa- pastor engineers. He can pastor all sorts of people, teachers. He can pastor professors. He can pastor military people. He can pastor anybody. He doesn't have that problem. But he won't tell you that you are hindering yourself because you might think he wants what you have. He doesn't want what you have. He's just paving a way for you. If you never had anything tonight, our revival tonight, our revival in this church should not be hindered because of your tithes. Watch it out and see how God He's going to turn it around. Hallelujah. Blessing after blessing. Blessing after blessing. Talented people like you. Men that look at a car. Start it and they will tell you what it means. I rode a car. I drove my car one time until all the brake pads were finished. And it was squeaking, squeaking. I was here in this city. Huh? He looked at my car. That man over there. Right here. That man, like, that man, that engineer here. That engineer here. And he said, oh, it is U-U-T-S, U-T-S, something U-S-B. Something. And we went, he went under the car and, and fixed. We are looking at talented people. Talented people. Men of caliber. They are sitting here, Pastor. Allow several of them to come in through your giving. You'll be giving to God through the man of God. (laughs) And when he blesses
that need to take this gospel to the next level. I challenge you to start witnessing. Because to some, Ephesians 4.11, to some are pastors, to some are teachers, to some are evangelists, to some are prophets and apostles. Not for your own pomp and pride, but for the edification of the body of Christ. For the working of the ministry. It's for the working of the ministry. It's for the perfection of the saints. And for the edification of the body of Christ. Those titles and those gifts are for the edification of the body of Christ. I say right now, God is able to lift you and make you become. And if you are here sitting on the treasure of God, God forbid, it is time for us to get the awakening, get revived, get restored, get reinstated, get enthusiastic, get the enthusiasm, get the enthusiasm, the excitement over the kingdom of God. And come to church happy. Come to church excited. Come to church ready to meet somebody. Invite somebody. I got people here who can't greet you. Who cannot greet you. They will only tell pastor hello. But somebody else no. Grow in fellowship. Grow in understanding and in the power of the Holy Spirit. The love of God. The love of God. In Jesus name. In Jesus' name. Are you in this place right now? Wondering what we should do? Oh, he just told us about tithe. No, I spoke about other things. And I can add some more and more. But the Holy Ghost stopped me and told me, if you don't tell them, and I ordered you to tell them, tell me why you came here. I would rather go away Without nothing, without an offering, but tell you what you're supposed to do for your own blessing and for the blessing of this church. Our faithfulness will help us become powerful, become strong, be able to make it, be able to draw hundreds of people in this church. The vision is still bigger than the walls of this place. That's why now we need to grow. Help every person here to become somebody in the house of God. Thank you, Jesus. Because leaders motivate. Leaders inspire. Leaders produce. They grow up and produce other leaders. I'm looking at leaders here. I'm looking at men of God who should be inspired. Who should be willing to be taught with a listening spirit, with a teachable spirit, with a submissive spirit. We are looking at a people 
that can help the pastor until pastor, his work is just to get in here and preach and get in his car and get home. Because everything else is in order. He won't be worried about singing. He won't be worried about whatever else. His work will just pass his Bible. The music has gone on. The services have been led. And he preaches, prays for the people, gets in his car, and gets home. Because we will have grown. We will have multiplied our gifts, our talents, our abilities. Let us not be yoked under a yoke of bondage. Break that core of bondage and open your eyes and your spirit. Walk beyond the borders of just thinking, oh, I'll just go hear him preach. After he preaches, give my offering, get in my car and go home. I bind that spirit. I break that satanic force in Jesus' mighty name. This is a place of victory. It's a place of fellowship. It's a place of that greater I am that I am. He comes down every Sunday on the altar, in the pulpit. He comes down. He communes with you. He's here to heal you, to deliver you, to break every power of the enemy off of your life. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Let us stand. Let us stand. Let's glorify God. Again, lift up your hands. It is 728. 7:38. We're gonna lift up your hands. I'm preaching this because I know God is able to do exceedingly. If you are in this place. The problem is not the anointing on the pastor. It's not the word of God. It's not the intensity of the word and the knowledge of the word of God and his his availability. The problem is you not submitting to the will of God and giving yourself a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, for that is your only reasonable service unto God. The giftings can be released, but the growth has to be there in all spheres. In the name of Jesus, we're coming to the altar now. We're walking towards this place, all of us, all of us, all of us, all of us, and lift up your hands. All of us, all of us, stand, lift up your hands. All of us. Open up your mouths now. Begin to glorify God. Pray. Pray with understanding and pray in the Holy Ghost. I'm going to pray for your life. The Lord to release whatever need you have. God to meet your need. 
according to your riches in glory. I'm going to pray.